fellow riders, this is your host, Rusty James. It is Wednesday, June 7th, 2017, and this is The Ride. Hey, my friends. Hope you're having a great day today. I was just reading my Bible Gateway app, and today's word was from Psalms. This is from Psalms 90, verses 2 through 4, I think. Or actually, maybe 2 and 4. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. You know, doesn't have all sorts of nuggets of knowledge there, or maybe it does. But uh, when I read it, I thought of this. The fact that here we are, humans, reading this. And yet, God existed before we did. And before we even could have had knowledge of Him. In other words, God was. And it's such a large concept to have mere humans put their hands around it. They can't grasp that at times. And I just had this feeling, this surge of truth, I suppose, come into me that said, just because we can't understand it doesn't mean it's not 100% truth. I have a hard time understanding God, that he exists, and that time doesn't hold him. He's outside of time. He's, he's everywhere at the same place. I mean, it's really hard for me, my mind, to comprehend that. So let's not fall into the trap of trying to intellectualize our faith. If we can't understand it, then it must not be. Well, that's wrong. There's going to be a lot of things that you can't understand that are completely inerrant truth. I mean, just look at our history. There were things that were believed to be true, such as the earth was the center of the universe, the center of all things, until, what was it, Kepler? said, you know what, I think I'm seeing things in the sky. Inklings of something that kind of goes against what we say we know to be true. These planets I'm tracking, they seem to be following this this pattern. Oh, I don't know, let's just call it an orbit. (laughs) And uh, and it appears that based on my... um, observations here that maybe, just maybe, it's possible that uh, we're wrong and the Earth is not the center of things, but we are one of many planets that appear to be orbiting the Sun. So the Sun is kind of the center. And of course, that kind of talk, that kind of breaking from what everyone's thinking uh, is very dangerous. 
And so here we are, so enlightened now, in the year 2017, but yet many say, because I don't understand God, he therefore does not exist. Problem is, that in order for us to acknowledge his existence, that acknowledges that there is a higher knowledge than ours. And really, we have a hard time with that. Ever since eating that fruit in the garden, we have had a hard time with that one. I've been doing some work where I um, spend my days these days helping a manager understand the ins and outs of a, of a very, very complex automated process. And so he's kind of like we are in the sense that we're, we're trying to figure out our world, aren't we? We're trying to figure out how things fit. You know, why does this happen when this happens? And we try to figure it all out. And we try to understand things that are beyond our understanding. Things that are maybe in a spiritual realm that we just quite can't get our hands around it. And so there's two ways to approach that. You can, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat right now, learning a new job. I'm trying to get my hands around, that's the term I use all the time, I'm trying to get my hands around understanding everything. And once I can get my hands around it, then I can kind of conquer the thing. And we, and we try to do that with our life uh, and with, you know, everything that affects us. But there's things that are outside of being able to get your hands around things in the spiritual realm things that don't make sense people make people are weird they do stuff that just totally doesn't make sense and sometimes we do too you know because we are people but we're trying to figure things out and saying okay well if i can't figure it out then it doesn't apply to me because it's just too much for my brain to try to take in so I'm just going to not take it in. It's too much. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand. And, you know, you know people like that. I don't understand. And they, they, they swall, they wall off any help. I don't understand. And they just refuse to receive training or help or whatever it is. Or the other way is to acknowledge that there are things that are not understood, not yet understood. May never be while we're alive. But there's an element of faith involved where you have to trust that there is a truth there that you don't fully have grasp of. And getting back to my manager, he's trying to understand the truth of the system, but he doesn't have his hands around the whole thing. I mean, if we're honest, none of us have our hands around the whole thing. We, there's always parts that, there's always new learning, right? There's always something new we can uh, get a better understanding of. But what would be dangerous for this manager would be to say to me, or to anyone, I don't understand this process, and therefore, and then make a statement about that process based on his limited understanding, and it could be a false statement. It could be a non-truth. And don't we do that? We do that all the time when it comes to God. All the time. 
we don't fully grasp the situation, so we just make our own call. Now, in a sense, I'm doing that right now because I don't fully know everything about God, but I'm trying to convey to you what I feel He's speaking in the in the the best way I know how. But there is a truth there, and if we're falling into the trap of the enemy by saying, you know what, I don't understand it, so therefore I don't believe that's a truth, that's like this manager saying, I don't understand this system I'm responsible for, and therefore I say this is what's true about it, and then I come in and I show him new tools to let him see things the way they truly are in our automation system and it opens his eyes and the truth was there all the time it says he just didn't know it he was ignorant of that truth I think a really good place to be is to acknowledge that God is that he created us for a purpose he cares for us and when we don't understand why that is, we fall into a place of trust. Now, I realize that different personality types probably can handle that better than others. Some of us are able to put our faith in something that we don't fully understand whereas some of us have a really difficult time with that and want to have the world in a cut-and-dried fashion so that we accept what we see and it stops there. I know that's a tendency, but as my kids mature, I have to tell them things like, you know, you need to believe in yourself, even though you might not that you can do certain things. In other words, there's certain things that I have to teach them and have to encourage them, and it may not come fully naturally to their personality type. And maybe this is a situation for you. Maybe you have a real hard time accepting that there is a God, that He sent His Son, the person of Jesus Christ, to become human and and to live a life that's sinless and to pay a price that ultimately brings you to the point where you can have a relationship to God. Maybe it's just too much to swallow. Can I talk to you like I would encourage my kids? Sometimes you've got to accept the truth even though you don't fully understand it. I think we all want... I think... (laughs) I think we all want to have knowledge within us, right? We want to be wise. We want to know what we, what there is to know. We want to be able to state unequivocally, did I say it right? The truth of a situation. We want to be able to be that expert. I know I do. Therefore, I want to speak from a position of truth. And if we can't know all truth, we can't fully comprehend all truth because our minds are too limited then unless we employ faith and this belief in a truth that we cannot fully grasp unless we employ that faith 
we can never really be operating from a position of confidence. I want to be confident in what I know. I think we all do. But I also want to be confident in what I don't know. And there's plenty that I don't know. The other day I said I'd rather be counted as an imbecile, but one who's trusting God, than one who seems to be wise, but wise in their own eyes. Something like that. Someday the truth will come out. And it might not be this side of heaven. You know, I'm in the midlife time of my life, and you could say, and there's people who do this, they decide to follow Jesus Christ because, you know, they're getting near the end of their years. And uh, I'm not at the end of my years, by the way. But they look at their life and say, well, you know, I better get some fire insurance. Better make sure that I don't end up in the place that I don't want to be, right? So better trust God and, and, and believe in this stuff. Well, that's kind of the wrong attitude, as you can imagine. But there are those who do that. But my words right now are for the young person that's listening to this. Whether you're a preteen, a teenager, young adult, if you haven't thought about the fact that there is a God and that there is, well, and that He created you with a plan, a purpose, can you believe me when I tell you that that is a truth that I'm 100% convinced of? Whether you are or not, I believe that that's true. And if you're able to grab a hold of that and, and operate in that level of faith about yourself, you might see the world in a different way. As a world of opportunity rather than as a world of closed doors. God created you for a reason. It brings joy to God. I forget what the scripture is, but there's a place where it, God is full of joy when you're doing what you were meant to do. And you know what? The reason he's joyful is not because you're doing what he demanded. No, he's joyful because you're joyful. Because when you're doing what you're built for, you have this joy on the inside. And that's what gives him joy. I don't understand how it all works. I'm like those... I don't know when Kepler was living, but I'm, I'm like those people that thought the earth was the center of everything. I mean, it makes sense. That's where we're at. I'd be like one of those guys, and I'd be like really skeptical about this Kepler guy. Oh, I don't know about this. We're just on a planet that's, what, orbiting that big thing that gives us heat? How can that be? That thing's giving us heat. It's like it's making the heat for us, not anybody else. Don't be like those people that are refusing the truth. You know, even when Kepler figured it out, it still took faith to believe it. Because, you know, how do you prove it? You almost have to take... You have to almost have to take yourself out of the situation and see the whole solar system operating before you can understand it. Oh, and that is a key. Oh, my goodness. The key is this. You've got to see this thing 
not from your own eyes. That is so good. You have to be able to see this thing through the eyes of God. Now, here's the thing that's great. When you spend time with God, in His Word and in prayer, you begin to see things from His perspective. And I promise you it's this way. And if you are someone who needs to understand things better, understand the ununderstandable, you must operate in a level of faith so that you can converse with Him, get to know His heart, and then begin to see things as, as He does. So it takes a measure of faith just to get to that point. But then when that happens, your eyes become more open. Just remembering the story of Paul, or rather Saul, when he's blinded on the road, and that blindness causes him to be dependent. You know, when you're blind, you have to depend on others. And then then he got his sight restored but he saw things in a much different way. Probably because God spoke to him. So, using that analogy, we don't see everything. We're blinded to much of the realm of the Spirit. But if we operate in the place of dependence and talk to the Father and let Him speak to us, then we can begin to have our eyes changed. We can see truth because we're talking with truth. I pray that the Holy Spirit uses this in the way it was intended, the way He intended. (laughs) I don't want to use the cliche, the truth will set you free, it's been overdone. I'm sure I've mentioned that a few times, but the truth is the truth. And knowing the truth sets your eyes free what it does, lets you see things in a different way, lets you see more and more of the truth. No, No single one of us has got all the answers, but we do know who the answer is. As long as we stay connected with God, He'll fill in the holes of our misunderstanding as we go, and know that you don't have to know the whole truth to get your freedom, but you just need to know who the truth is, and he'll help you along that path. Lord, as we close today, help us to not reject the truth of who you are, the truth that you embody. Help us in our unbelief. Help us open up our heart just that little bit more so that we can see you a little bit more clearly, and help us bootstrap into this life of faith. We need help in our faith. But I am fully convinced that you are all the help I need. And that where I am weak, you can be strong. And where I've failed it, you can help me become victorious in whatever facet of my life I'm talking about. Help us all be a witness to who you are and the truth that escapes many people but the truth that exists and is nonetheless thank you lord god amen
All right, my friends, you stay in the word and you live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you. And when you're dealing with people in your circle of influence, remember not everybody is going to be approaching what is true in the same way that you are. Give them grace for that. We're all at different places, aren't we? But for yourself, spend time daily with the Lord. And the truth, and the truth, and the truth will not be elusive and will become clearer every day. And I will see you on the flip.